Well, now that we're all annoyed again. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast. Welcome to a more Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm C. And I'm Paul. And this is a uh, later edition of uh, the podcast, getting a later start. Um, Let's jump into the housekeeping. And my question for you guys is, do you guys hear that sound? What What? sound? (laughs) That is a podcast power up. Um, (laughs) So with this episode, we are on now episode 10. Um, Double digits. We are double digits, which means we get our first or our first real badge from the podcast hoster for for publishing uh, 10 podcasts. I mean, I guess I'm putting the cart in front of the horse a little bit as we are recording now and i have not actually posted this yet but let's assume close enough the world doesn't end in the next couple hours and this is not posted so we are now up in episode 10 um and our next uh badge i guess our little i'll call it the podcast power up uh comes in one of two varieties either we hit 50 published episodes or we get a thousand downloads now to just put some numbers with it um we are currently, as of uh, 9.40 p.m., so just a little over an hour ago, uh, with nine episodes. On April 25th. On April 25th, mm-hmm. 2023. Uh, we have a total of 161 downloads. So uh, we're not exactly one-fifth of the way towards the 1,000 downloads. <laughs> However, the traffic has been picking up the past couple of weeks. So you know, hopefully the trend will continue to accelerate. So... Current trend will probably hit 50 episodes before we hit a thousand downloads. But um, if you guys want, I can always edit this out, but I was going to throw out an incentive to listeners to kind of get the word out. I'll say this. If we hit a thousand, the thousand download mark before we hit the 50 episodes, um, let's make a donation to the the Union Foundation. Absolutely. So if yeah. we if we can hit that thousand download mark before we hit 50 episodes, we'll make a donation. We'll talk about more. I didn't want to volunteer the dollar amount without writing this past you guys. You know, <laughs> but uh, you know, hey, why not? If it works for uh PBS, why can't it work for us? I, I thought it was gonna be something far more embarrassing than that. Oh so yeah, no, uh... no. I was just I was very <laughs> excited when I I knew we were coming out on episode 10. Um, just some other really quick stats here. Um, so we have nine episodes so far, total time of episodes over seven hours. Um, we've had 161 downloads of our podcast. Um, probably, you know, 150 of them are me, um, but, uh, (laughs) or more to the point YouTube, we've had over, we've had 292 views on our episodes on YouTube. Uh, again, probably 250 of them are me. No, um, Anyone want to guess what the most downloaded episode of our podcast is? Which one? Oh gosh, I have no idea. I have no idea. It's kind of a stab in the dark. Yeah, um, it really would be. Uh, uh, episode seven. Ooh, close. Episode six. Okay. Uh, it's the one we all suffered together. That's when the union oh, yes. went to uh, Montreal. Uh, I think that was our first loss of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so 
Yeah. So I don't know. The other thing I was going to talk about real quick was, uh, I don't know if anyone has any thoughts on how the podcast experience has been so far. I mean, um, you know, I, I know we're kind of getting our feet under us still. Um, I know in the production side of things, we are kind of starting to hit a stride. You know, we record, we'll edit, we usually get them out pretty quick, get out on the socials. Um, you know, it's starting to, the machinery starting to get a little bit, you know, oiled. Um, I don't know if anyone has any thoughts on how it's been going so far. It's it's been a lot of fun. I for us, I don't know if it's fun for anyone else, but um, I think we're really enjoying it. And and uh, you know, if nothing else, we get to sit around and, and talk about this stuff that mm-hmm. we don't do in a concerted way uh, otherwise. So I, I I've been really enjoying it. Um, yeah, so. yeah, I've been enjoying it as well. Um, I, I think our last couple episodes have been a little bit down, um, you know, just on a, but I, I, I have enjoyed having this time to chat with you guys about the union and what's going on with the team, whether um, we like it or not, we, uh, we either suffer together or we celebrate together and it's, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's a good lead into mm-hmm. uh, talking about the first episode, maybe a, a, you know the change in mood. Um so uh, we are now starting uh, week 10. So the uh, the weekend uh, game, uh, Toronto came to Philly uh, for the week nine game. Um, coming into this game, uh, Union were in a, you know, not uh, meeting expectations, I think it's safe to say, 10th place. Uh, Toronto was in ninth. Maybe it was... Uh, a little boon from the soccer gods, but the weather on Saturday was, uh, I think, pretty atrocious. Terrible. Pretty atrocious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you know, as as Jim Kern has said, like, hey, if you uh, want to have a street fight, we can do that. If you want to play soccer, we can do that too. <laughs> so, like, you want to play know, soccer in a monsoon, we can do that too. Yeah, it's like it's almost you know, if it's a messy game, hey, we can roll. Maybe we even do better than that, and uh, that kind of that kind of um, played out. Um, yeah, they 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 really just looked good out there on Saturday, especially in the first half. You know, just the ball seemed to be bouncing for the Union. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was their key was higher than uh, than Toronto's or, or whatever it was, but they just seemed to really mentally dominate the game and and any chance that they could play the ball into a favorable position, it just seemed to go there. Yeah, th- that and um, on that bouncing the ball kind of thing. I I felt like the union were just intercepting so many passes that, you know, from Toronto. And I don't know if it was the field conditions, if Toronto uh, wasn't used to it, um, you know, I, I, at, at BMO Field. I, is it a turf of, or is it? Um, I don't know. Offhand. Yeah. Uh, but there were so many times it's like Toronto would pass the ball and boom, you know, like, uh, you know, one of our midfielders is just intercepting Gazdog or, or uh, Wagner or someone. It's just, it was nice to see. <laughs> it was nice to see this, you know, while they, the, the weather didn't reflect it, it felt like the soccer gods were, were smiling. It, it felt weirdly like the momentum that they had started to pick up in the second half of the last game they played was still going mm. somehow, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure that's, not true, but that's just was the impression that you mm-hmm. had. You know, that sort of turning point from last game was was continuing on. So um there was also like a little bit of a uh 
unintentional omen at the beginning of the game uh when they uh were talking about the weather we were talking about how awful the weather was and then they cut to Carranza warming up and he just had a big smile on his face looking absolutely <laughs> unfazed and i thought hey this might actually this whole thing might actually work it, i mean it was <laughs> apropos of nothing but it just yeah so he was he was all smiles mm -hmm. it was all smiles mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um quick question I, I missed this too um or the, uh, before he jumps into the game, uh, Baizo was not in. I didn't catch why he wasn't in. I, um, I don't think he was even on the bench. Yeah, mild hamstring injuries. Oh, I, okay. I heard. Okay. Um, so mild that they kind of hinted that he might be back for the LAFC game at midweek. But yeah, apparently it was bad enough that they decided not to risk it. He is practicing. Um, I noticed on their okay. social media. So um, yeah nothing too terrible so so yeah it did give harry a chance to start another game and uh you know he did a great you know he ended up doing a pretty decent job except for you know as we said well as you said we'll talk about it later but you know he did kind of uh lose a mark at one point in the game mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or a couple times um kai wagner was back in the lineup yeah um, which was good to see um also just wanted to point out the commentators on the uh the Apple TV um, broadcast, uh, um, Keith Costigan, who I'm not familiar with, but uh, Mo Adu is also one of the commentators. Just wanted to point out he played; he has played for both the Union and Toronto in his career. Yes, Which, he did. Uh, he started out with Toronto, but there was a lot more love coming from him towards Philly yeah. than than Toronto. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, also want to point out for the team and the medical staff. Yeah, he, yeah, he did spend a lot of time with both, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, the union were playing at, at, uh they had that dark, it was like a black and dark blue jersey. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's yeah, a special it's a, jersey. Well, it's a special jersey. It's it's sort of it's one of those ocean plastics um kind of things that they, you know, uh recycle. Oh, recycled ocean plastic Earth Day situation. Yeah. So so Gotcha. I liked it Special myself. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. it, it actually reminded me of one of the Decepticons, that blue and purple coloring. Uh, I forget <laughs> the name of the Decepticon, but he was always one of my favorite. He was one of the one of the uh, the, one of the jets. jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, well, yeah, that's a whole other podcast we can jump into. Star Screen versus uh, <laughs> it was like Thundercracker or something like that, or yeah. Um, well, either way, I I liked the Union jersey this week. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend the game, but you know, it might have been worth going through the uh, the Union store to see what they were charging for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Toronto was playing uh, uh, with their this kind of a light greenish blue jersey. Not to spend too much time on the jerseys, but uh, Apple TV had it listed as acid green. I made a note before I saw acid green. That's Bianchi or Bianchi. How do you pronounce the the Italian cycling um, bicycle company? Should know that. Bianchi uh, mm -hmm. blue looks minor. Very much reminded me of that one. Um, I'm not familiar, but I'll yeah. take your word for it. Again, another sports crossover. Leave it to Apple to to be as descriptive as to say acid, acid green. green too. Uh, but that's another story. Um, go ahead. Well, um, one last thing too before the game. Uh, uh, Moadu had mentioned that they were talking about Jim Curtin and that uh, uh, he said that Curtin is a uh, players' coach. He works really well to get the most out of his players. His players really reciprocate. The energy back to him and all that so it's kind of nice to hear uh yeah a little yeah for curtain not that he doesn't even deserve it. he does and it's nice hearing it from 
somebody outside the organization. Yeah, I mean, well. I think even the even the uh, the union players have said stuff like that when they've been in interviews and talking about ask, getting questions about Curtin, and they they talk to talk about how he he stands up for them, and you know he expects a lot from them, but you know he gets it out of them. Yeah. And one other change to the union starting lineup, at least, was that Flock wasn't in, and, and McGinn Mc, McLinn started oh, right. Um, you know, don't know if that was a conscious decision to put a more attacking lineup out there or what. Um, but yeah, so it was a chance for Jack to get a get a you know a relatively rare start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and for me, McLean is you know using that the moniker of Young Guns. He had a presence on the field during the game, and we'll go into details. But I was really. I'm really liking what McLean's doing out in the field this season. Yeah. Um, no, he's playing well and he's, he's, he's integrating into the team. Well, he, and his passing is, is astounding, mm-hmm. but he's and even, he's even ball. starting to pick up on the defensive side of the game. You know, like he, he, he's not as, a, he's not as much of a liability as he was last year about out there where he almost didn't seem to do any defending. Um, you know, he's definitely bought into the team approach and, and, Mm-hmm. really has been coming along well yeah i feel like this year it's still look it's looking good right it's looking good like a um i want to say breakout year but i feel like he's really going to start making a name for himself for the team yep um, all right let's uh let's jump into the game um uh the yeah, talking about out. bouncing ball, uh, balls bouncing the right way for the union right <laughs> the first goal didn't wow. take long yeah uh what 16th minute was our first goal I mean, they were all over Toronto from the start, though. I mean, you watched that first 10 minutes of the game, and it was just any chance Toronto tried to get on the ball and get it upfield, there was, like you said, a union player intercepting and getting it right back, you know, into the Toronto half. It just felt like it was a matter of moments. It's that it's that when the um, the cameraman can take a coffee break and just leave the camera aimed at the Toronto side of the field and just go get a coffee and then come <laughs> back and you wouldn't miss anything. Yeah. And then, and then, then tragedy struck for uh, Toronto in the 16th minute. Yeah, that uh, in that melee of just that constant attack inside the goal box, defender yeah. tried to clear it, tried to kick it over his own end line just to get the ball out of play, and right yeah. into another defender. Yep, deflects off another defender and just goes right into the goal, and uh, you know. Good news is the not pretty goals count just as many points as the pretty ones. <laughs> yeah, and of the own goals I've seen, that one I still think, I mean, it's definitely an own goal. Uh, there's no doubt about it, but it, it really did seem like the union, it was the union's pressure that really caused that own goal. So I think it was still a union goal, even though, you know, I mean, yeah. I know, I understand. It's, but, yeah. Um, you know, I would agree. Pressure I, is mm-hmm. there, so and I, yeah. And I think even the commentators made a mention of that, yeah. you know, in the game. And, and I think you're right. I mean, definitely, Gajdag and and Orr were in the box. I can't remember if Carranza was up there as well. McGlynn, um, they definitely were putting pressure. Uh, you know, and and in 16 minutes in, it just crystallized into an unfortunate goal for Toronto and a mm-hmm. lucky, you know, a lucky goal for us. Yeah. Yeah, crystallized. That's a good word. I like that. You know, it's, uh, you know, all this energy focus on their end of the field, but at some point it's got to crystallize and 
Well, it didn't stop. Well, it didn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the union. One of the things that came out of this game was the union really felt like their the union of last July, hundred percent. And they were they you know they 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 got the first goal, but they weren't happy with that, and it just kept going. Um, We didn't have to wait very long. When when was the next strike? Four minutes later. Mm -hmm. Four minutes later was the next goal. And again, that was uh, Carranza and Ura connecting in the box and with that pressure. And Carranza got that nice cross uh, across the box to Ura, comes right at his feet. And uh, uh, he took the shot. There was a slight deflection off the one defender, but I mean, it was headed towards goal. Um, yeah, and then it went, and the Union were up 2 0. And there was a brief review because, uh, you know, Carranza did have to step out to keep the ball in and and that whole dust up with uh sean johnson the keeper of um oh that's right it was off that that play there was Was that that, started it was quite a complicated play ultimately with all the passing and and carranza's heroics to keep the ball in play um so they did review it but it Mm -hmm. still came up goal which was good yeah Yeah. what's that paul i was going to ask if i can't remember if that one started off of a corner or not and then um that's where I, where um johnson and carranza got tangled up close to the end line but i mean carranza had his body in position and he controlled the ball and it really you know the keepers get a lot of leeway in the box mm-hmm. but only to an extent and carranza did a good job mm-hmm. uh, getting that ball where it needed to go yeah i mean i'm sure obviously as a professional uh johnson has to complain to the referee and try to make sure. his argument Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think even he understood he wasn't going to win that one. Yeah, and it was after that second goal that the commentator uh, Keith Cossigan mentioned. It's like, and I had the quote written down here. It's feeling more like Philly tonight. Yeah, you know, this yeah. high pressure, just not letting off the gas, um, and just getting your opponent mm-hmm. against the rope, and you just you just don't stop. So just that was like what the tw- mentioning the commentators that it wasn't an almost all union affair. Uh, no matter what language you were in, because we had Mo for English, Carlos Ruiz for Spanish. Oh wow! Really? And um, uh, Sebastian Latou for French. Wow! <laughs> uh, wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was it was only going to get worse for Toronto before the half ended, <laughs> and it would get worse. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the, the pressure just continued. Uh, over and over, it just it, it, I was really impressed. I mean, it was back and forth. I'm not saying that the Toronto didn't get it up the field at all. They certainly did, but mm-hmm. it never seemed to warrant a real concern. Um, I don't even know if they got a shot off in that first half, but you know, before the know. half closed, the Union got a third goal, mm-hmm. and it. I mean, it wasn't a you know well attended game because the rain washed out a lot of the fans even though they started on time yeah but it must have been a party down there at the super at super uh park i'm sure it was yeah mm-hmm. um yeah leading up to that third goal i know the union had a couple attempts where um you know uh depending on who was in the midfield if it was mclinn or 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 god's dog there were these great leading passes just up the field and like aura or Carranza are just running after it like with defenders on their heels uh, I think one of them was called offside. Um, oh, yeah, it was uh, Harriel actually made a, a pass in Gostock right after it. And mm-hmm. it's just these great, fast um, breakaways, you know. Um, it was great to see. It wasn't just one. It wasn't twice. It was at least like three of them. Right. Um, and it was on one of those breakaways that um, or got that third goal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
from from God's dog. And uh, it was just, he had that, yeah, like that whole, like a full step ahead of the defender. You know, he just knew it was going to go in. He had that. That was the one where he had the breakaway and he just slotted it in from like 15 yep. yards out, yep. just right to the keeper's right mm-hmm. side. The keeper had almost no chance at it. And yeah. had just a cool finish from a, yeah. from a well, well-run uh, piece of piece of control. And, and, and like you said, that pass was amazing. Yeah. I mean, just one thing I noted in that first half, there was this quick, confident passing, uh, you know, quick, uh, what do you call that, transition play, and it was just clicking. It was so great to see. I actually wrote that as G-O-L, goal. It felt more <laughs> <Hey>. like. <laughs> goal, tour. Hey, we're, we're, we are we're multinational here. Uh, yeah, it was so also it was the- after that goal that I wrote, um, maybe the key is not having as many fans in the stadium. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or having just the right number of right fans. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first yellow card, at least that I have in my notes, came in stoppage time. Uh, Insigne uh, for Toronto. He's kind of their big uh, designated player. Um, well, Jack Elliott got one around. Oh, yes. Yes. Earlier. Yes. Um, well, getting the first one for Toronto then. Uh, yeah, he was Insigne was mouthing off at the ref, and uh, mm. he gave him uh, the yellow card. But I just wanted to point out that Toronto is maintaining the tradition of signing diminutive uh italian uh players so <laughs> under with giovinco yeah uh, so apparently at one point uh glassness was standing next to insignia and they were laughing at the big <laughs> difference between the two of them <laughs> but yeah uh going into halftime th- up three to nothing the union yeah. had to be feeling good and you know they were just looking dominant you know yeah. they just really just turned it on in this game it's great to see. Uh, oh. Second half. Oh, go ahead. Um, really quickly, there was a stat that uh, when Philadelphia, uh, I'm sorry, uh, when Philadelphia was leading um, at at the half in the last uh, 12 games before this one, they did they won. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, so basically, better stated, 12 straight wins when leading at the, at, at the half. So, which I find interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it got bad enough that uh, at halftime, Toronto took out the Lucas Minalton, who was the defender who, I don't think he was the one who did the clearance, but he was the one that the ball went off of for the first goal. And they took off Bernadeschi. Yeah. Oh, one, yeah. One, of their, one of their big, big players. They took him off at halftime, which I, I honestly didn't notice when we were watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that and wondered at it, um, but I, w- I wasn't sure what to think about it. So, um, um, yes, yeah. second half, I felt like um, Toronto was starting to at least stem the bleeding a little bit, uh, slowing down the Union. Um, not so much that the Union didn't get their fourth goal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to say, between Carranza, Ura, and Gazdog, I felt like the three of them were really just finding each other. Mm-hmm. And yep. you know, like that triad of doom. Um, they just, you know, it's all triangles. It's all triangles. I always say the secret to life is find the triangles. Yep. <laughs> the three horsemen of the apocalypse for the for Toronto this week. But I'm looking at the box score, and actually Bedoya 
was credited for two because they do the the first and second ass, assist in this mm-hmm. box oh, in wow. the scoring mm-hmm. summary and Bedoya was is in there twice as well. Mm-hmm. Carranza's in there twice, Gazdag's in that twice, and Bedoya is the other two spots in those in those three goals. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. and that that fourth goal got um, Ura uh, a hat trick. That's right. Which. Man, they, they really sneak up on you when they were saying a hat trick. I was like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. One one of the only bad things about this game is having to say ooh, 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 so much. Um, but I'll take it. I will suffer through that yeah. if it means we have a result. Sure. Yeah. It was the first union hat trick since Gazdog scored one against Toronto in the season finale last year. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> about Providence here or right. what? But yeah. wow, mm. wow, yeah, wow, yikes, yikes. <laughs> but it's actually it is Aura's first MLS hat trick. I don't know if he's. If, I don't know how many hat tricks he has in his professional career, but that was mm-hmm. highlighted in one of the articles I read that it was his first MLS hat trick and. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was impressive. Um, it, it definitely felt like after that, and then they made some subs, and it felt like the union kind of slowed the game down a bit. I agree. Mm-hmm. Not that they weren't still pressing, not that they weren't still trying. They just kind of slowed the game down a bit. I mean, that seems to make sense, right? With the, the Champions League game coming up, you got this four-goal lead. Right. Let's uh, start giving some players a little bit of a rest. Yeah, and pulled... the weather was getting worse too, which is yes. a good way to get injured. So, yeah. um, you know, on top of it, uh, that that's an, yet another reason to um, start parking the bus, as, as Marina used to say. So. What was interesting, I mean, they pulled Aura, which is pretty usual, but they pulled McGlynn mm-hmm. for Flock at 62nd minute. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. thought it was more of a defensive shape or defensive structure that they were going to slip into with uh flock there and then just get quinn sullivan running on the ball as much as possible Mm -hmm. but unfortunately you know toronto wasn't gonna go quietly into that good night yeah yeah, uh harriel did kind of lose his mark and uh from the boxer here it says a 66 minute i I, it's felt felt about right a couple minutes after that set of subs um Mm -hmm. i mean to be fair insignia that was just a great you know curling ball uh, Blake made a play for it, couldn't get to it, and it was side netting, uh, really well done. You know, yeah, quality, yeah. quality strike by a quality player. He, sure, you know. sure, yeah. And there was also a slight bit of uh, karmic retribution. I don't know if we were overreaching our our uh, our karmic bank account there, but right before that goal, I noticed the uh, or heard the crowd chanting to Seven Nation Army. Uh, go, go back. back to Toronto or <laughs> Canada, whatever it was. It was Toronto, week. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, Toronto promptly scored against us. So it was, you know, a little, a little lesson there, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was a good goal by Insigne. I mean, he, he made that great unmarked run. Yeah, he was making a lot more headway in the in the second half than in the first oh, for yeah. whatever reasons. Um and he he is their uh, one of if not their only DP, so mm-hmm. he is their big signing. Mm-hmm. So kind of I thought, as well. I thought Bernadeschi was a DP there as he, well. He I might be, but they did they did make a lot of hay about the fact that he's uh, 
uh, a star of some variety. So, yep. But that didn't stop him from taking him off. It looks like around the 85th minute, they did pull Insigne. Yeah. Um, and, you know, four to one. Yeah. And the game was kind of back and forth. Toronto was starting to push back. Mm-hmm. I really felt like the Union were starting to throttle back a bit in the game. Um, you know, that 4 0 leave made things comfortable. 4 1, still comfortable. A um, couple subs. And then we went to stoppage time. Um, Toronto made it even a little bit more uncomfortable um, in the 92nd minute where they got their second goal. Well, fortunately for the Union, four-goal lead apparently is not as bad a lead as a two-goal lead. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, and it's a little bit what you guys were saying, I believe, last week, which is, you know, a, a, it's a dangerous team that has nothing to lose. So they yep. were out there just kind of trying everything and and, you know, some of it worked so yeah yeah. Um, yeah but it did end four to two for the union yeah and it, we needed that win i think to get a little bit more wind in our sails yes you know it was nice to dominate it was just nice to feel like the team was on the field and and was running hard and things were going their way and the guys were having fun yes you could see it in, in you know as the smiles would happen even when the ball was going out of bound even on a strike you know, at a tough tackle or whatever, the guys were getting up and they were into the game. They seemed to really be enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that enjoyment. There was that confidence. Um, and when we see the union play like that, it's it's not like we're seeing them actualize their potential. It's like, yeah, this is how they can play and this is how they do play. And, uh, you know, and it's kind of like we've said, and I actually one of the announcers said, this is like the 2022 union again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, um, yeah, stats wise, uh, stats were pretty typical. Union not having the majority of possession, only about 40%. Um, no surprise, we outshot Toronto. Um, actually, not as close as I thought it was, or not, or it's, it was closer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Uh, 18 to 10 on shots, seven to five on shots on goal. So mm-hmm. I know Blake had to do a couple, you know, couple saves in the game. Uh, on paper, you know, uh, it didn't, doesn't look as close with the exception of the score. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was interesting in one of the articles I read, I quoted here, it says Philadelphia has also scored at least four goals in a match 10 different times since July of 2022 with no other team doing so more than three times. So the union have done it 10 times. No other team has done it more than three times. And that says something. That speaks to the firepower. When the union get rolling, when they get confident, when they get that, that, hey, we're here to play and have a good time and and play it the way we we can, Mm -hmm. they're deadly. They're they're clinical with those finishes, and and they can really run up the score. Yeah. So do we want to review predictions? I mean, uh, we all got it right saying it was a union win. <laughs> yes. Um, Paul, yours is probably closest with that three nil. Yeah, um, but but C was the only one who actually thought that the union would give on one up, but that was just because she's still waiting for that two one. That two one. It's gonna come. <laughs> it's gonna come. I'll take four two. Well, you know, it really I I got it because if you reduce Four two. <laughs> it's a ratio of two it's, to one. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, maybe. I but, you know, at the same point, he predicted a two goal victory for the union. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so we're all right. Yeah. 
We're all right. Points around. Points around. <laughs> yeah, so after that game, uh, Union moved up from 10th to 7th place, which is good. Good. Mm-hmm. It's still awesome. early. Still early, yeah. Good. No, good. You guys no, I was just gonna say also with that uh uh game, um Dre officially has the most starts in franchise history. Yes, he does. So congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah. He has Which... surpassed uh Ray Gaddis. That's mm-hmm. that was gonna be my question. Yeah, it was Ray, right? Yeah. Yeah, two hundred and twelve MLS starts. The, I don't have the number. Yeah, it's two twelve. It tw- two twelve, yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly yeah. seems like a, a shoe in for a Ring of Honor name whenever he decides he wants to retire or, or move on from playing for the union. It's so odd to me because it doesn't. I know he's been there for quite a while. It doesn't feel like that length of time to me. But I agree. Ten yeah. years. Yeah. Been there ten years. Ten years. It's just. Yeah. I guess I was, um, to to uh, uh, scarred by the early days of keepers. I was going to say he also came in during the whole Rice and Bully Zach McMath era, where you know suddenly we had three starting quality keepers in the unions on the unions team, and it was like why, mm-hmm. right? Why when right. you have Andre Blake? <laughs> yeah, I mean Zach McMath is still playing in MLS, and he's mm-hmm. he's yeah. he's having a good season. Um, Yes, I think we made the right choice sticking with Andre Blake, though. Yeah. 100%. 100%. But it was also, uh, you know, a big week for, you know, a few other uh, union players. Um, Michael Ora actually not only made the match day team on MLS.com uh, or MLS Soccer, but he was voted uh, the the basically the, the best player of the week. I mean, when you score a hat trick, that's pretty much going to happen yeah yeah you're gonna be a, a pretty strong contender for that yeah it's the first union player to win that honor this season um you know so far i don't think we've had more than one player in the match day the the team of the week yet but uh yeah he definitely earned that one but uh, as far as um you know big beaks gosh dog joined the 50 50 club, you know, 50 combines goals and assists, and he did it in 65 games with the unions. That's almost a point a game. That's that's a really high, you know, performance uh, production rate. Yeah, he's 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 earning his money. Absolutely. But I do think the biggest the biggest award so this week was Martinez. His son was born. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty awesome. I don't know if it's his first kid or not, but uh, Curtin made mention of it in his press conference that, you know, he he welcomed the son earlier in the week and then he comes out there and he played phenomenally. Yeah, he, he shut really down that the Toronto attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he intercepted so many of his passes, too, in that game. Mm-hmm. And, his, and his distribution looked good in the game, mm-hmm. too. Um, Glesnes also welcomed his uh, second son. Oh wow! Uh, this week? week, yep. Hey, Tristan! Well, wow! Yeah. So, Congrats to uh, Glesnes too. It, it was a little less clear if it was this week, but uh, it was announced Very this recent. week. So, hey, yeah. well, congratulations to all the guys there. That's some of the union futures. You know, let's see if those kids stick <laughs> <That's> around. Right. <laughs> That's right. Legacy. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. <laughs> well. um, 
you know, Union came off a uh, really good weekend, and hopefully this momentum will continue as the Union get ready for their next game, which is tomorrow, Champions League against LAFC. And uh, they're going to be hosting LAFC for the first of the two-leg game series. We'll be here in Philly. Um, The game is at 9 p.m. tomorrow night on FS1, so that's good. Um, but yeah, LA man. Ooh, from the uh, person who would prefer to go to bed earlier. Yeah, uh, seriously, some of us get up early. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking nine o'clock. Some of us just run on pure caffeine. I'm gonna have to check my Weezer day planner uh, to see. If, uh... <laughs> um. So yeah, LAFC. Um, this is definitely rematch vibes um they're they're coming in their third place in the west they've been racking up the wins um you know they they well i should say wins but they're not losing right they drew against nashville this weekend at nashville uh the previous weekend or the previous mls game was at la galaxy they won that uh three to two the um their previous stage of the champions league um they destroyed vancouver six nil on the aggregate um the first game was 3-0 at Vancouver. They had three away goals. Um, and then Vancouver came to L.A. And then L.A. beat them again, 3-0. Um, in fact, L.A. is the only team in the MLS who has not lost a MLS game yet. Yeah, so, you know, they got they got the cred. They got the momentum coming in. This game is not going to be – this is going to be a non-trivial game, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but does yeah. anyone really doubt that the union won't be up to play them on Wednesday on their home turf? Oh gosh, I mean, you know, losing MLS Cup, yeah, I gotta imagine there's gonna be a lot of um, I don't want to say chips on shul- shoulders out there, but it's I expect gonna... to see some crunching tackles. I I want to see this turn into a, a classic Philly game. I want to get you know. It's going to be a, a street fight. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for too. I'm I'm also hoping that they have had whatever their equivalent is of a sports psychologist or someone in the interim who uh, maybe helped with any any feelings of maybe maybe this is maybe I'm projecting, but any feelings of inadequacy that came after, you know, or or a disappointment or anything else that came after the loss last year. I mean, obviously there's a hard fought game. People still talk about it as probably the best MLS final ever. Mm-hmm. Um uh you know how how hard fought it was. But this I have expressed my concerns about this whole side tournament before. I will admit that when we qualified to move on and play LAFC I had a little thrill of oh good it's a rematch but we're just picking up steam in the regular season yeah so it's not only the fact that this adds more games to the schedule but now is there a psychological factor if and I don't want to even I hate to even put this out there but I have to because I'm a podcaster <laughs> um no but I, I if if something does go sideways for us in this and it doesn't go well is it going to knock us down back down for the regular season mm-hmm. um at least for a little while yeah. um and and you know i don't want to speak negatively i want to just be rah rah and, and but but realistically it's a concern and and um uh i i hoping for street fight but 
that goes our way. Exactly. But um, realistically, I just want to, I, I don't want that to be the, the what, what really happens. So see, yeah. I actually think I actually don't want it to be a street fight. I want it to be like against, I, I want it to be like the Toronto game, like the Columbus game where the union just come out and just put a whooping on LAFC. Just a clinical <laughs> Especially at home. Just take them out to the shed and just make it very clear, this is our house, and yeah. you are not going to come in here and push us around, yeah. and we are going to dominate you. I mean, I'll, I if they can play the way they did on Saturday against this LAFC team, yeah, you know, the, the, they're good. There's no doubt LAFC is yeah. a quality side. But I'm not afraid of them, and the union players shouldn't be either. And I hope they take it to them. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. I want to see Martinez level <laughs> Bella at some point. <laughs> I want to see, you know, Wagner get in somebody's face. Uh, I want to see Carranza, yeah. you know, just doing Carranza stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I just, I, I, I want them to play aggressively, but in control. I agree. I agree. Yes, I would couch my previous statement. I agree with you, Paul. I want to see that aggressive, but controlled, dominating. So, and everyone, I want to see Kronza smiling. So no LAFC come out and play. Okay, well, if we're going to go that route, <laughs> if we're going to go full Warriors, then, um, you know, yeah. Yeah, but um, I hope they do it once they're up four to nothing. Yes, there you there go. go. There you go. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> I don't have any problem with them just, you know, just just making it ugly after, you know, for the last 30 minutes of the game if they're up by a bunch. But yeah. I want to see them just show this team. I want them to make a statement win and yeah. just just tell LAFC and the rest of the MLS that we're not out of this. We belong here and this is our game. And I, I you know, I think the union can do that. What, yeah. The big concern I have is whether or not they give up an away goal. Yeah. 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 And I think they're going to. I do feel like LAFC just has too much too much firepower power not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um I and so, you know, as far as predictions, I'm thinking it's going to be a 3-1 union lead at the end of at the Ooh. end of this home side. All right. You want to make a prediction? Oh, I'm scared. Uh, I wish I could have false confidence on this. Um Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1. I am, but not for the reasons, not for the reasons. Because I am less confident than Paul, because I do think that there's a decent chance of us giving something up, but because I am, because we live in hope, I'm going with 2-1. So I'm, and it, so it's not just me saying 2-1 because I don't know what else to say. Like yeah. It often is, but. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 2-1 too. I'm going to double down on the 2-1. All right. I, I think we're, I'm hopeful for a win. I am couching things a little bit that, you know, LA is going to land a punch, but yeah, you know, Hey, at least no Gareth Bale, at least no Gareth Bale. Yeah. So no last minute header to send us to PKs. Well, there's no overtime at, yeah, at, no overtime. at, at, at this one, but now if it, if it, ends up being a two, one, you know, two, one reverse in the next half, that, that's really where uh, the home, whoever hosts the second game it does have some advantage so that if you do go to overtime and then penalty kicks playing at home there is an advantage to that mm-hmm. um so you know the following tuesday then we have the the, the return match in lafc at lafc site 
and that starts at 10 p.m. because they really don't want anybody on the East Coast watching the game. (laughs) You're just going to have to nap, Paul. You're just going to have to nap. (laughs) But Tuesday is the day that I have. I have two teams that I'm coaching on Tuesday nights. It's like there's no time for me to nap. Uh, Maybe I'll just take a half, take a long lunch or something like that. I don't know. I guess that's the other thing too. We can decide if you want to do a podcast after the, uh, like do the, a super late recording after the game. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have uh, to talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. And um, I know we're a week out and we have no idea what's going to happen in there, but I, I, I figure I, at least I'll throw in a prediction for this mm-hmm. one. Sure. If you guys don't want to, don't bother. I, I honestly think that this is the game that the union are going to come out and just play to muck it up. And, and just turn this one into a street fight. I think they're going to play okay. pretty at home, and I think they're going to street fight away. So I think it's going to be a one-one fi- uh, final for the in the second game, and the Union are going to win it on aggregate. I mean, I'll just I I'll throw out a two-two. I think it's going to be a street fight, but it's going to be they're going to each team's going to land a few more punches. Total guess. I mean, at this point, I want to see right. obviously how the game goes tomorrow, but I want to say two-two. I have no numbers. I'm just going to say your mouths to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, with that said, the LA, LAFC did get a nice little uh, boost from from the schedule gods. They originally were supposed to have an MLS game on Saturday between these two uh, CONCACAF games. And suddenly, hey, their game has been moved. Magic. Oh, come on. Come on. Yeah, it it. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. Um, you know, the union, I guess I, I had heard had actually requested this weekend to be a bye week. Uh, uh-huh. The thought was maybe, maybe Ernst Tanner was, was looking into his crystal ball and said, Hey, if we get a shot at a, uh, a CONCACAF semifinal, it's going to be this weekend. So let's get the, our bye week in here. So we have time to rest and LAFC hadn't done that. And now all of a sudden LAFC gets the benefit of the, of MLS and I mean I get the I get the argument that you want the two best teams playing against each other as fresh as possible so you get the best best result but as a union fan screw that I want absolutely to- you know I feel like it's again it's the it's the Philly second fiddle to your New York is New York's in LA it's like oh come on yeah that, that truly it is, and and uh, next we know they'll be signing Gareth Bale to a one day contract. We're I'm like, just saying. Ah! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, yeah, we're yeah. not bitter. We're not uh, bitter. I feel like we're like the the uh, the Daniel Larusso to the. Um, you know what? Bring them on. Yeah, bring them yeah. on. I mean, if we're gonna go ahead and get revenge on them, let's get revenge on them. Yeah, let's t- let's show him that Bale shouldn't have come out of retirement for yeah. this. Will and Gareth Bale. Let's uh, convince Rob McElhenney that he doesn't want one Bale <laughs> or Wrexham. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring back Beckham. You know, go go hire Beckham. Bring him in to Wrexham and let uh, 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 do that. He doesn't need Bale. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that that was a little frustrating to see. Yeah, that's that's. Well, now that we're all annoyed again, <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast. You don't have <laughs> no, but on the whole, I mean, hey, I, I really think the union can take it to LAFC. I think they can, they, we can get some revenge. Uh, it's not going to get us an MLS cup, but at least it'll get us a shot at the final for CCL. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Did you? Nope. We covered everything I had. 
Okay. Um, now, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can reach us. You can find us at our website, amorephillyunion.com. You can email us at pod at amorephillyunion. We're on Twitter um, at amorephillyu. Uh, Instagram and YouTube is a more Philly union. Um, yeah, you can get us on pretty much all the podcast streaming services, podcasters, I guess, catchers. Sure. Uh, all of it. All of it, uh, with the exception of Apple. I don't know what's going they on. They haven't Apple. completed the ritual yet. Yeah. It's still pending. So, yeah, maybe the full moon's not yeah. risen yet. I don't yeah. know. So, stay tuned. Keep checking, Apple folks. Um, we're, we're, we're just waiting on them. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, however you listen to us, um, tune in, uh, feel free to subscribe, like comment, all those, um, fun things, uh, tell your friends again, if we can hit that 1000 downloads before episode 50, um, yeah, we'll, we'll make a donation to, uh, the, to the, uh, I like that. The, the Philadelphia Foundation. Union Foundation. Foundation. Sure. Um, you know, we'll, we'll probably, maybe once we ha- figure out how much and all that, we'll get that out there as well to hopefully, uh, entice people to, join in on our conversation maybe if we can tie it into the number of downloads and and you know you know how much we beat that thousand by i like it one penny for every (laughs) download over a thousand (laughs) and hey for some reason we're losing uh subscribers Okay, everyone, thanks for uh, tuning in for another episode of A More Philly Union. We are your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm C. And I'm Paul. Go Go Union! Back to Toronto or <laughs> Canada, whatever it was. It was Toronto, yeah.